West Limerick 102. The following is the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 22nd of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. How are you keeping? I'm very well, Tam. Good to see you. Thanks for asking. Good evening, listeners. It is Wednesday evening once again, and you're all very, very welcome to tonight's programme. And you're tuned to County Views on West Limerick 102 FM broadcasting from Newcastle West. And with me tonight is the one and only Tom Ryan and Bertie Wall. And Bertie, of course, is well known. He's been on with us quite a number of occasions as well. And on the desk and on the controls tonight is Mark Landers, the ever-reliable, when Jason decides to head off to Saudi Arabia or Mexico <laughs> on his holidays, Mark sits in for him. So hopefully Jason will return from those faraway places. And of course the weather is absolutely beautiful for the middle of June. And Spencer Hill Fair is on tomorrow. Anyone looking for a horse or a cob or a mayor or whatever you're looking for? Now, there's quite a few things. That's what we start with. Uh, and the carnival starting in drum. And the carnival. The drum colour carnival now, which is his 80 year, which is a wonderful thing indeed, 80 year. And to start in tomorrow, is it? The Friday. 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 Starting yeah. this Friday. And is that a marquee in that? There is. A dancing marquee. Oh, no, not anymore. No, no. Or carnival means uh, we should boats and uh, chair planes and drums. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Dancing yeah, Marquis yeah. is kind. Yeah. Now, uh, this week, once again, not for the first time, indeed, not for the first time, a couple found dead in 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 Tipperary in a place which was a, was a very famous place indeed over a hundred years ago where Bridget Cleary was burned over the fire for over a number of hours and a lot of people were taken to court in Clanin and Drangan and Mulnohone and that whole area around there and sadly they're back in the news again today and yesterday where this couple were found dead for I believed maybe a year and a half in a house and in this day and age you would imagine it's kind of difficult to understand how people could be disappear between pensions you'd imagine there would have some kind of a pension and pay bills and so forth and nobody checks it out Tom it's unbelievable Pat and it's it, you know it really exposes a lot of the myths that we had you know that's out there that you know look after your neighbour and call in the team and all this, all this rubbish I'm a great believer in that's that's only all cliches you know the doors kind of because you know like uh, when you hear this I mean every all society like fails there all aspects of it all areas of, of activity post banking pension guardie neighbour I had a, a Finnegan council this morning he'd know it all he's a publican and he was on it but he said we're lovely people around here but I never heard of these people like not a lot of nonsense but, but you see there's a lot of there's a lot of that out there too Pat I mean for I live like you wouldn't know who believe me so the people have big lock gates now and this caper about looking after you know, I live on my own and uh, 
I, I didn't hear anyone calling to see how I was over the, over the pandemic, didn't it? I'm all right, thank God. But, you know, this, there's an awful lot of old, of old rubbish talked, you know, about in that areas. People are great locally and all this. So in that evidence of it, like, two years, there was two couple, that couple of days. No one knew. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 22nd of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. anymore that's the, the bottom line Correct, and people pe- people yeah. just uh, don't be bothered and that's the sad that's the sad situation every gate you go to now with electric gates you can't, they can't you can't get in or you can't get out people people have mentioned the houses with no one living them there are only maybe two people or maybe one inside the mansion of houses have been houses built around me at the moment and they're frightening you you know, and there are electric gates to them, and you know, people are really. And are they, are those people, are they like concerned about neighbours? They're not concerned about anyone and themselves, and that's, that's the society you have. And the sooner we realise that, the better, and the before ourselves. Yeah, there is also the, 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 the fear amongst people who live alone in, in, in the countryside, especially elderly people. Uh, you know, the security aspect of it, uh, they don't like to see strangers. Correct. But in, in this situation, they were they were dealing with a number of people, with, you know, to live their normal lives. And you would imagine that some of those people should have made inquiries as to, did you see so and so, or we haven't seen them for a while, and and would you, you know, be able to check on them? Yeah. And obviously nobody bothered. No one bothered, you see. And the, and 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 the agencies that are there, such as the Gardaí, the clergy, the post and all them, sure, surely to God there'd be letters, or there'd have some kind of comment. It should be delivered anyway. junk, junk mail, it should be piling up. There anyway, you, you see, and yeah. the point about it is that, um, that you, you, you know, it shows you, it shows, and, and the, the, the stupidity, and listening to the neighbours and the talking about they didn't know them and all this, you know, I mean, they, they know everything, but still not like... I mean, these people were there, dead inside, inside the house for practically two years. Shut the shock and like. But it sends out a message, you know, I mean, Bertie, and that we are a very, very, well, you say, we're not a caring society, but we are a mafian society, and that's what we are. And it's no good talking about anything else. But, you know, um, I, as, as uh, Pat has said, surely they were getting post. I mean, I talk to my postman, you know, I might only meet him once or twice in the week. Would you get all the information about who's sick or who's in hospital yeah. and what, you know and and uh, we kind of keep in touch with with with, with people and neighbors and that kind of a thing and if you've heard about a neighbor being ill you'd, you'd got to see them and that and surely that should be going on in this area as well you know or are they all living in a gated community 
it looks like it, and, and, and you know, when you, but when you hear the, the actual locals and their pathetic, like, excuses, I know they don't have to, like, it's not, and they're not obliged to do it, but to, to listen to this, to the, that they go on television, or go on the radio on television, and, and the county council this morning, and the, and the publican, I mean, it was pretty kind of, only for this sad thing, it was laughable, like. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll hold that there and another <coughs> item um, which we could take a bit of time. Uh, civil servants are getting a, 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 a 10% of an increase varying amounts and six HSC workers earn 500,000 per year, Bertie. HSC, and of course we've had Limerick Hospital last week getting a slate for being way below the level of, in, of competence which would be expected from a hospital. You know, is it any wonder that the general public have little or no confidence in politicians anymore? Is anybody in charge of the, of the, uh, the, the asylum at this stage? We're giving out money to people who are already on massive salaries, um, and some of them are absolutely a byword for, for incompetence. That Limerick Hospital is, is a perfect example. Money has been poured into it. Extensions, extra beds, and still in all, the situation is, is worse rather than better. Uh, we have example after example of mistakes being made by senior civil servants, and nobody is held accountable. Now, uh, there was a time when you, when, when you would expect governments uh, to be able to take action. You have the massive increases in, in, in petrol. Government seems to be powerless to take action. The government couldn't change the, the, the law that they passed in 2017 to postpone these things because they were afraid of the, of the, the, the reaction. Um, I mean, these are cowardly people, uh, and they're not thinking uh, in terms of the common good. They're just thinking in terms of their own future and their own electoral prospects. And I think that's very sad. Very sad. Painful, actually. Well, it's unbelievable, you know, to, to, for to hear, you know, all the week we're listening to that uh, they can't do anything until the budget. They can't, you know, I mean, reconstruct our social, our social system. I can understand that, and I could, and I would nearly agree that it is a budgetary matter, because you can't react every hour by on the on the whims of the opposition. You have to have, a, you have to have a, a plan. You have to have, have management behind it. Uh, I agree with you hundred percent, Bertie, about the, about the competence of these people. It's unbelievable then that they could come out in today and say that the highest paid officials and the highest paid people in the public service are getting up to 15% of an increase straight away. And and I and I say if you tease it out, it's probably getting back money as well, let's say from 2017. I'd say the whole lot is included in that does. It's a 15%, but it's a 15%, I say, of back money as well to the, to the, high, to the wealthiest and the highest paid uh, officials we call them but, uh, for to be generous and uh, a lot of them uh, a lot of them uh, and you see they they issued a kind of a threat with it like that well these are doctors and they're consultants like I must just say like these are the people that we want to keep in this country we, and if we don't if we don't give them what they want and if we don't pay them 
and give them their own private practice as well and use our own beds in our public hospitals for to facilitate them, like we're going to be we're going to be in trouble and in other words, you'll be in trouble. We, we won't have a million people waiting for waiting for, for, for procedures, then we'll have two million because they're going to strike or they're going to go slow if they want to and they go slow already. I mean it's absolutely and to add then the salt to the wounds they said that they also were going this uh, rise they had was being given to the people running our semi-state companies. Well, if that isn't an insult, like to people, but the people are running, running. If you don't mind, the semi-states, like that, you wouldn't send for a loaf of bread. The most of them, they're out playing golf and they're out overseas. They're going to Dubai. They're out, and and by the way, I hope that we'll that Jason come back from Dubai. Uh, all right, he's going to the hundredth place or out in Saudi Arabia. And uh, but the thing about it is that you couldn't make it up, and to have the audacity then to come out. This morning, everyone I'm like very same choir boys, one after another, and to go, to to go about giving reasons for it, like when and when you see what's going on and the wastage and the incompetence of these people, Bertie, it, it is unbelievable. Like. But when you're in the process of negotiating a national wage agreement, that they couldn't didn't have the goods to bring in an amendment to the 2017, to postpone it again for five or six months. So they're offering two or three percent to the, to, to the your ordinary working people. Two and a half percent. Two and a half percent. Yeah, and I mean, these people are going to, year. and the top wages, the yeah. top salaries are going to get as much as 15 percent. Yeah, and be, possibly more. That'd be what known company all them as well, they'll all be getting that. I mean, what a cowardly bunch of people we have running the country. But so the state. money they're getting, Bertie, the money, the, 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 I mean, the salaries of these people, like, I mean, and you, you, you know, even, even to, you talk about the public services, we've discussed it here on numerous occasions. I mean, and it's been one of the most discussed items on the actual on the programme since we started it about, about these people and the value of them and you don't ever hear them here these are the top individuals we're talking about because I mean in all fairness you, you have public service like, like you have you have the army who are, who are, are on, paltry in, paid on a, on a paltry wage paltry wage a disgrace you have, Absolutely. A, you have areas and let's not let's not paint everyone with the same brush there are areas within the public service like and all they'll be home for is that, is that pension when these are the people that get the two and a half they're looking yeah, if, you know and these people like are but you look at the middle management and look at the top management as you, as you rightly said about the hospitals and the whole lot and and you notice there in the last two, two months then the word of oh, your man how, how's his name over the, C, uh, the CEO of the HSE what's he, what's he oh, I can't Paul Reid Paul Reid what yeah. about him is he going to wear some no he's, he's, he's there all right. I he's, yeah, I he's getting his salary but he's at about 500 a year 500,000 I mean uh, look at the way that that hospital is running how many uh, senior administrators are in there over 100,000 Oh yeah, over a hundred thousand, and and and, 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 and yeah. the thing has never improved. Yeah. I mean, 
having those people running a health service yeah. is like putting Dracula in charge of a blood bank, you know? And, Just you know, as well, they're never measured. You don't ever hear any of as regards what, uh, how, you know, we have, I think, in the public sector, you have about 375,000 people employed. Can you imagine that? I mean, yeah. for, a, for, a, a little, for a little corner of Europe here, a few acres, and that's how many draw the money, like, uh, the I mean, that kind of money. And the Secretary General of yeah. the Department of Health making positions for people for and, and setting millions aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're tuned to West Limerick 102 FM broadcasting from Newcastle West. This program is live from half past nine on this Wednesday night until 11 o'clock. If you want to text in or call in 0696600 or 087 1669800 and Mark Landers will take your messages and on the panel tonight is Bertie Wall and Tom Ryan and my name is Pat O'Donovan and as I say if you want to call in text in 0696600 or 087 1669800 <coughs> looking at the Daily Mail there on yesterday's paper uh, now there by Brenda Power trans lobby need to learn how free speech works they should talk to Joe <coughs> and she goes on to say that a week on after that episode though it seems that the majority of our media commentators journalists human rights activists have absolutely no problem with live lang being censored for facilitating a public debate Apparently, our constitutional right to freedom of speech only extends to those opinions that are approved by our liberal betters, and only to those topics that we can be trusted to discuss. Apart from my colleague in the mail on Sunday, Mary Carr, there was scarcely a voice raised in the national media in defense of a program that has provided the mainstream press with priceless content and finger on the pulse stories for 32 years. In fairness to all those couch silent or complicit commentators, I can understand their fear once the subject of trans rights comes up, the threats, spile and vitriol directed at anyone who dares state the absolutely, the absolutely bleeding obvious that a man is not a woman is appalling. And as soon as Liveline offered a platform to a group of women who had been denied access to the National Women's Council AGM, despite, ha- despite having tickets because they might hijack the event with their daft claims about men not being women, it was only ever going to end one way. If you reckon that while people can identify as any gender, they like UK police recognise at least 67 genders, but that biological sex is immutable, that makes you a turf. As a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, you are therefore a legitimate target for horrific abuse, including threats of death, rape, and as saw last week a Sinn Féin member of the Oireachtas pressed the button, the like button on a Twitter post of long, sharp implement caption turf cutter. I've heard no criticism from any quarter about this sinister post. But surely threatening your enemies with weapons is not Sinn Féin's forum. And yet how someone, yet how somehow we're told it's the trans activists who feel unsafe, disrespected, even harmed by the debate on Liveline. Not the women in prisons, in sports, in domestic violence, shelters, or just in changing rooms or public toilets, who face having to share their spaces with biological men. Never mind that, the identification of violent men, including rapists, as women distorts the crime of sexual violence statistics by showing a sudden bizarre spike in female perpetrators. And never mind that woman is the only term being removed from statue and by stealth from public discourse. 
the HSC virus is on cervical cancer refers to us as people with cervixes, but prostate cancer affects men, and yet in their haste to side with the aggressive, vengeful, career-damaging trans lobby, a shameful number of cutters at disobedient horses, then outside am I right? In admonishing Joe Duffy and Livelang for discussing this issue, critics insist that they are not against debate, heaven forbid, just so long as it's conducted in the proper manner, because after 32 years on air, Livelang clearly needs instruction from the trans lobby and the pride folks on how to run a free and fair discussion. For the avoidance of doubt, I'll explain the proper manner for debate on the trans issue and its impact on women's rights. Don't dare, and I suspect it'll be a cold day in hell before RT forgets that. And then she had another little point about <coughs> the min- minority groupings. Pavy pint or quick to offence until. That comment by Leo Varadkar below about vagabonds who live in a caravan donating money to Sinn Féin was quite an extraordinary moment that left most listeners scratching their heads. Who on earth was he talking about? I doubt though that anybody seriously thought he was referring to travellers since they are not known to be big political donors. But that didn't stop Harvey Pine taking offence. It quickly emerged that he was referring to an English recluse who lived in a mobile home and left four million to Sinn Féin in his will. So there was no need for Pavy Pine's indignation at the merest hint of a mention. Yet a couple of weeks ago, when travellers were widely reported as being involved in that disgraceful bare-knuckle fight in Dublin airport, there wasn't a peep out of them. That's an article by Brenda Power, who see things slightly different than other people see them. No, she sees things in a sensible light. An absolutely sensible light. I mean, there has to be some sort of common sense brought to bear on this situation. Uh, there are serious problems with this whole transgender thing. Absolutely serious problems. Uh, and I mean, some of the sporting organisations are now having to try and, and, and come to terms with it. You know, should a man, man be running in a women's race and all that kind, uh, uh, that kind of a, a, a situation? Uh, and of course, you have extreme. Uh, or you have organisations with extreme views. The Irish Women's Council now um, is one of those organisations. It seems to be very radical, very, very extreme. Um, and you have a number of, of TDs on the extreme left. Breed Smitten is, is one with, with very radical uh, ideas. Um, of course, everybody has the right uh, to to express th- their views if they're not offensive and if they don't cause offence. And I think um, the trans people and and the gay rights people and and all of those people get, in this country, get a very fair shake. I think more so than than in most other countries. We have been very fair in terms of uh, changes to the Constitution to facilitate uh, same-sex couples getting married and all that. And, and, And still and all, None of these uh, people seem to be happy. Um, now, as a straight male, I feel very frustrated sometimes at the amount of time that is given to the, uh, dealing with these people's problems. We all uh, have, 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 have problems going through life, but these people take up an inordinate amount of time on, on the radios. So it's coming up to 10 o'clock, so we'll go to an ad break and we'll continue that discussion when we come back. And of course, 
You're tuned to West Limit Community Radio, County Views on this Wednesday night. My name is Pat O'Donovan. The program is live for the next hour. So if you want to text in or call in or WhatsApp or whatever, <coughs> you want to contact us by 069-66200. We would like to hear your views. Or 087-166-9800. Mark Landers is on the hot seat, taking your messages. And Tom Ryan is on the other hot seat, waiting to comment on that topic when we come back after the ad break. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 22nd of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back, listeners. You're tuned to West Limerick 102 FM broadcasting from Newcastle West. On the panel tonight is Bertie Wall, Tom Ryan. My name is Pat O'Donovan. And Mark Landers will take your messages on 0696600 or 0871669800. Tom? You know, I'd have to compliment Bertie there. He's given a very, very thorough... And, and I agree with him 100% on the, on the whole setup. you know, at the moment. I think the whole thing has gone overboard. I heard the Joe Duffy interviews of the Joe Duffy programme. We spoke about it last week, Pat, and my view is that it would be to uh, that everybody, and it's especially like in the society we have, we have passed our laws, we have passed the made constitutional issues, changed them in order to facilitate, and what they wanted was gay marriage, and okay, that's grand, and, but I don't think, I don't agree with it being pushed in our face now. This is what's happening now, and there's big debates about about the intricacies that have developed since, because I think that it's up to everybody to sort out their own problem. And some of the actual, some of the points that were made on, on that debate, which showed Duffy, were you know they were they were well above my pay grade now, and I think like that you would be talking about, uh, we were talking about surgeons and consultants early on, and you nearly want to be a consultant psychiatrist for to be able to sort out some of the arguments that were being that were being raised and now we are we're listening to pride week and all the publicity that's getting i don't see any reason why there should be why this should be these pride parades and all this why why plant to have their rights people accept the the the, the, the voters and they accept <coughs> it and the people are are prepared to live i think it's coming from within itself now from within the, the actual groupings themselves and they and their widespread within the uh, I mean the women's association and you know some of them are unbelievably intricate and I mean how, how they're going to start the more either on problem but they want to be gay and they to have children, and they want to, I mean, it was unbelievable now to listen to that program. It was, it was definitely like, I mean, and, and you can, there's no blame on Joe Duffy, because Joe Duffy facilitated the, the arguments, but the, but the bitterness 
and just came across in the radio was was unbelievable amongst women themselves. And I've been dealing with some women in local in the local area as well. Now, and I'll tell you something. Now, I I I'm, I have my doubts about this all this gender situation as well. But the point about it is, what one thing that I was I was I have noticed it actually in uh, there for the past couple of years now that if you want that the 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 uh, who was it the gay rights movement or the pride movement wanted to sever their relationship with RT. Why should they have a relationship with our national broadcasting exactly. situation? Exactly. What, what right have our theatre have any special arrangement with any group? Exactly. They're our national broadcasting. I'm I, I mean service. Their job is to is to is to be neutral, to serve everybody, to give us the news, and and for to give a balance, of, uh, have a balance in program, on their on their schedule, not to be. But if you go, if you listen to any of the programs, and I listen to radio quite a bit. And you you have every day you have hold on you have to be either an alcoholic you have to be a drug addict reformed a gambling addict a gay a transvestite and what you have yourself before you on these programs all every day or or after write a book about them you know I mean listen to them every morning noon and night they're on I you you see kind of normal. Of our own, maybe they didn't want us. Maybe they, didn't. they certainly don't, because mm-hmm. you know it's unbelievable. But when I, when that, and I didn't hear anybody talking about that relationship that they were going to break off relations with RT. You know, I mean, and kind of RT were kind of then had to go cap and hand them. Well, don't we? Well, you know, they kind of blame Joe Duffy. So there's an awful lot they want to know settle down. In my opinion, and, and get on with our business. No, we we'll throw yeah. ties out of the out yes, of the pram. Pram. If you get on with our business, if we don't get what I mean, we, what can, we want. I mean, society and and can do a whole lot more because we they've done. They've, we've gone down the constitutional route. A very big decision was made, and it was, and they they, they got their all their, what they wanted, their demands. So leave it at that. And I'd be definitely opposed. As, as an ordinary individual to any gay parades or, gay, or, or any pride or that, that's because we're getting, too, we're getting too much of it now I think and we've been submerged in it and there's an awful lot of issues there that would that have way more important that have not been that have been bypassed now you into hit, the base now you hit the nail on the head this is very much a tiny minority issue yeah. uh, and, and it is getting far too much airplay air altogether and what is basically at, at stake here is an element of bullying that try and bully RTE of course uh, 100% uh, into not allowing yeah. a contrary yeah. point of view yeah. in other words free speech only applies yeah. to them yes. it doesn't apply to people who have a contrary view or who would have a genuine like you and me and Pat a genuine concern about the, these yeah. people yeah. And we'll have also to compliment Brenda Power. I read Brenda Power a lot. She writes in the mail, and she's a very straightforward uh, writer, a thinker. She she gives her, her her voice. She's not afraid of issues, and in particularly. And I have mentioned it on radio here several times. The Pavy Pint issue. They're very selective as well, and they're never questioned about when we see when we see the the fields, when we see the actual the, the behaviour of the of of, of, the, of the travelling community in areas not even, not all, but a certain percentage like and the, the recklessness that that goes with it and still going with it. 
and we're reading every day, we're reading every day, but we, again, we're afraid. Well, you're, you're, you're classed as a kind of racist. These people have, ex, have ethnic, no, like, uh, responsibility. Ethnic status, that's right. Status. That's right. And, but does that mean that they can, they can do what they like? I mean, like, you know, it's like everything else in this country. The fools are people like us. They pay our taxes, work hard. We have the tax exiles, we have the multi-billionaires, and, and we have every kind of the top criminal gangs in the world. And they're all here. And they're, and we just... And of course, Tom, some of those groups are funded by the taxpayer. That's right. The of groups you're referring to. Of course they are, right. yes. Funded by they're paying for them, them as well. Yes, we, we are, yes. But when you read court reports of itinerants attacking people and, and beating them up and, and in some cases left people to die uh, robbing their houses and that kind of thing. We didn't ever hear any apology from Pavi Pint for the conduct of those people. No. no. Well, I suppose they would say that rather than travellers or itinerants, other people do it as well, of course. So one might say you're picking out yeah. travellers in that We're sense. We're that, Pat. The I, 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 I was well. saying yeah. court reports, so yeah. I was very specific that, yeah. I, you know, uh, yeah. these were clearly... And these yeah. were clearly identified as travellers. The law must apply across the board. And we know, and, every, and we are not s- s- selecting anybody, but we're not giving anyone a free pass either. But our article there regards yeah. the Pavy Point one, that's where Leo said, uh, referred to your people in the caravan, we were a man in Wales that had the four that's million right, yeah. that he donated to the IRA, like... And that they, 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 they jumped in and uh, jumped in on top of that one. How dare him question people in, in a caravan? Whereas the fight above in Dublin Airport, which was identified as travellers, passed no comment at all. No, no comment. What do you see? And the Pat- Pavi Point people knew exactly what he was and who he was referring to. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they, yeah. they had to just make. But the, the other thing about that, Pat, is as well. You know, I mean, and like, very few people have had the courage to for to point out and highlight. That individual from Wales that, that gave out the four million. Oh, he got the four million. Oh, where he got the four million, and they and it, because they actually haven't found a lot of that money yet, they're still mm. looking for a lot of Europe. Maybe and he won the lotto. So the thing about it maybe is he won the lotto. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Like no, I I don't agree with this sniper <coughs> between Bertie and Sinn Féin or Michal Martin and Sinn Féin. I believe these people are in the dark to run the country. Have to be passing personal remarks, but the point about it is, at the same time, they have to be asked about that, and they're not being asked about it. And and uh, that is that story, like I mean, is is comical. They could you could make a, a kind of a comedy out of it, like I, and the whole background to it. And I read a bit about it, and and I saw an actual fact. Uh, RTE done a piece on it as well, very very effective piece on it. I mean, and you see what it does is. I mean, F- Mission Fane are up in the dial and they're up and, and they're feeding their car level to order, and that's, that's a good application. We don't mind that. But at the same time, you're, there's no one asking them where they got the four million, or where this individual came from, or where he got it, or where it is now. Who now, folks, it? we'll hold that there and we'll go out to the song. This was a, a song I used to like a lot back in when I was young and innocent in, in the swing in the 60s. And innocent? And it was... Um, Innocent of what, Pat? Shame and scandal in the family. I, I, I thought you used to say your mother and your mother, but your mother didn't know. But it's actually your, your daddy and your daddy, but your daddy doesn't know. So it's by Trini Lopez. Lopez. Sit back and enjoy Shame and Scandal in the Family. Due to podcast regulations, we are unable to play that song on this podcast. 
County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. It was Trini Lopez from the swinging 60s and it was shame and scandal in the family. Uh, no further comment needed from me on that one. Hi, Bias. Nice to hear you there again with a good topical show, which I always enjoy listening. Always know what's going, we know what's going on. Hi to the panel and I'm glad Jason is gone on holidays as he deserves it. And of course, a big kiss from my Tom. Real Polly. She doesn't give away her kisses too easy, does she? Oh, no, 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 she's no, very no, selective, and rightly so. There was three of us waiting, yeah, and yeah. only one came, yeah. came our way. <laughs> now, another topic, uh, somebody gave me in this newspaper cutting, and it's already been discussed. Oh, I should wish you my apologies there to Mark Flatley, or Mark Landers. Mark Landers, uh, Shirley is on the ball there, she's tuned in, and she says, it's not Mark Landers, you clown, it is Mark Flatley. And, of course, Mark Landers, being a bit of a GM and myself, Mark Landers was a very well-known cock hurler, so that's where the Mark Landers kept coming out of it. And I wasn't that much into dancing myself, so flatly didn't click a bell with me. So, Mark, I don't know does he do dancing or not, but he's a good name. So, Mark Flatley is the man on the desk tonight, not Mark Landers. Mark Landers is, is, is licking his wounds down there in Cork to know what the hell went wrong, that they couldn't beat Galway with all the wives they had, etc. Now, back here again. Why, hi, I have, I have this newspaper cutting again, and it is about local authorities spent 320,000 on St. Patrick's Day. Limerick City and County Council ran up a bill of 100,000. So we'll come back to that shortly, and I look at another message we've been here, and it is hi all while you are at it. The media in general continue to push their climate change agenda, which only benefits self-interest who are trying to benefit from all this nonsense, but alternative views are rarely accommodated. It's a pity that those in power don't try and solve the issues that they could solve if they want to. Instead of trying to change the climate, something they will never be able to do. Regards, Christy Kelly, and that's a statement anyway, Christy, rather than a question it looks like. And now back to St. Patrick's Day, and I might get a bit of this in before the ad break, and then we discuss it in full. So, folks, we would like to hear your comments on this one, or indeed any particular one, on 0696600 or 0871669800. This is by Ken Fox, the Limerick leader, and this is Limerick City and County Council. Um, and we have many people now in homelessness and we have a lot of financial difficulties and all kinds of stuff for many, many families. Even though on the other side, we have so many people trying to go off and farm and holidays that they're not able to load them into the planes fast enough. But anyway, that, that, that's the they're way it is. They're to load them into Dublin all the time, though. that's the problem. Uh, some have and some haven't. Local authorities around the country spent almost 320,000 sending county councils and officials abroad for St. Patrick's Day with one council accounting for nearly a third of the spending. Limerick City and County Council spent 100,000, sending 27 politicians and officials to New York, Savannah and London for the March 17 celebrations. Another local authority, Wexford County Council, spent more than 45,000, with councils and staff jetting off to New York, Savannah and the French city of Dunkirk. Other councils were far more economical in comparison 
with just a single representative from Leitrim travelling to New York at a cost of 1937 That's quite interesting for Leitrim, a, a county that you would imagine that they'd nearly be sending off the whole lot of them saying could they improve the state of the economy in Leitrim. Galway City Council also kept cost to a minimum, taking advantage of a free hotel stay in Seattle for their representative for a total St. Patrick's Day bill of less than 5000 The bill in Limerick... If you're, the bill in Limerick, however, reached six figures with more than 27,000 spent on flights and over 47,000 on hotel accommodation for three trips. This covered the cost of sending 19 councillors and eight different officials abroad, according to records released under the FOI. Accommodation for the previous trips was at the mansion on Forsyth Park in Savannah, Georgia, a four-star hotel in the heart of the city's historic core. The Four Star Fitzpatrick Hotel in New York and the Four Star Caesar Boutique in London's Hyde Park. Other bills included 1,000 to hire a minibus to bring the delegation up and down to Dublin Airport. 1,000 for a minibus to go up and down to Dublin Airport. The double, and multiple large restaurant bills for receptions. These included spending $1,055 at Bobby Van's Steakhouse in New York. $1,466 at Rosie O'Grady's restaurant, also in New York, and 1295 at 700 Drayton in Savannah. The bill for Lord Mayor Council Daniel Butler came to around 6800 with the mayor visiting London, Savannah, Greenville, South Carolina, and New York. That's Limerick. To just if it anyway, so we'll go to an ad break and we'll be back to shortly. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views, as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 22nd of June 2022, from 9.30 to 11pm. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Tune to West Limerick 102 FM broadcasting from Newcastle West, and this program is live on 069. If you want to call in 0696600 or 0871669800. So I read from the Limerick leader, so I didn't pass any comment apart from that. So you heard it as under a freedom of information request. The Limerick leader sought out at Limerick were were well represented, so all those taxpayers and. Uh, voters in the Limerick City and County Council area. We were well represented and we said they didn't let us down now on St. Patrick's Day. I think that is wonderful news now for people who are living hand to, to mouth at the moment and are wondering can they make ends meet and, and will they have enough to feed their, their children uh, uh, to be hearing that, that kind of wasteful spending. And the whole thing of St. Patrick's Day now is becoming a bit of a, a racket if you ask me. Even with national politicians 
Uh, there is no need for any of these delegations. They serve no purpose at all. They're not meeting anybody. Uh, there was a time when one uh, senior official would go out and they would meet the mayor and various other dignitaries in whatever city or town. But now, sure, I mean... Did you say that our, our, our mayor was in three different places for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Yeah, he did well. Now he was. And I was reading in the in the uh, the Examiner was it yesterday or the day before where um, the expenses for Cork City and County Council they, they visited the United States in thirty three different occasions. Sorry, uh, Alberta. Daniel Butler came in to around six thousand with the mayor visiting London, Savannah, Greenville, in South Carolina and New York. They must be celebrating St Patrick's Day then on different days of the. Well, maybe he had a special plan to cut him around <laughs> speed. Do you know that there is also a proposal at the moment? They're reviewing the, the, the situation of allowances for councillors with, with the intention of increasing their allowances. So all good news now, Ian, for hard-pressed families. All good news. Is there anyone that, the, that people have lost complete respect for politicians, local and national? If you were running a business, Tom, a private, uh, you, you, you were in business, one, you were still in business as a farmer, but you were in business in a commercial basis, so you had to pay your staff, pay your wages, pay your income and, and manage and budget, and if you were behaving like that, I don't think you'd be in business long. Well, Pat, I, I don't blame him at all, actually, Pat, you know, because in all fairness, I'm like, I mean... The, the squandering the money would be not new to him anyway, like a, especially public money, you know. And and I mean the mayors, I mean Bill there, like you try to get him in the phone. I tried to, I tried it myself, and uh, he can't be got, he can't be contacted at all. And uh, so like all these these councillors uh, are have been elected by people as well. We can't forget that. And uh, so they, they, it's just the two fingers, and Bertie is correct. With the amount of um, with the amount of of issues that that are that we've spoken about here on this program since we started it, you know, we, we they won't come in to us with the, with the exception of Liam Galvin and Jerome, no one else, because they won't be asked any questions where they are. They won't answer any questions. They'll do nothing. Only try to get planning permissions for their clients, and so they're, that that neutralises them completely. They're only there for to sign on to a budget who that they have no input into whatsoever. And the squandering there, that that, that is actually you're after disclosing there. Now, what I'm surprised about is, is that the leader printed them because they have been a kind of a, a gap a gamekeeper for him, like, uh, all the time. And this whole council situation is unbelievable. Butler and Daly and all them that are running that, you know, in collusion, with, in my particular instance now, Simon, I, I, I've dealt with all these people, up, deal with him even, up to now. And they are actually in collusion with industrialists that are poisoning my waterways and my land. And the, these are the people now that are outside America, and and and, and, and now they're they're actually that's what they're doing. They're in collusion with the EPA, the IDA, and the actual uh, let me see, county council. Now, these are these are, are elected officials. They're also like members of the board of 2030. What are they? Look at the money that's been spent there. Today, inside my Ross, two of the finest houses in Limerick were knocked. Down to the ground. We're talking about housing, which is which is on everyone's lips. Every national politician, the 
the Taoiseach, the Tanishta, they're on about local government, local in local I mean local councils are have, have been tasked with the with the rebuilding Ireland and rebuilding and putting housing in, especially social housing, they're buying social houses in not building them and like Today, inside Maras, two of the finest houses were demolished because the architects didn't like them, what they were. These, this, this, so these are the councillors that are sitting down inside around the table watching this destruction and the wastage and the, and, and the carnage that they're presiding over. Now, I have, in actual fact, there are two councillors, we said, that, that I've been dealing with, like that, Sean Benson and Sean Hartigan, people of integrity. That, that, that won't tore the party line. <coughs> and this is what we are, as a council here, we see what's happening in the villages, in the towns of the county, where we have plenty of houses, all locked up. Pat had discussed it here on numerous occasions, mm-hmm. four or five hundred of them, we say like, and today they demolished two in my last, because the architects who are advised them on huge, on huge money told them that they, they kind of spite the view. They didn't, uh, and people queuing up inside, praying and, and pleading for housing, and they demolished them instead of building them, and, and being allowed to do it. And our officials, as you said, they are over clean, over in America, putting up bills inside in the biggest restaurants and the biggest hotels. Well, I say, I shake their hand and say, you're right, because you're dealing with fools, and that, and continue, because you'll be elected again the next time. Because we have Christy Kelly here, and he, one of the most intelligent, hardworking, and of people here and for election, and he, he wasn't elected. But because they didn't want him, they wanted the status quo, and they have him now, and that's what we're dealing with. Now, just continuing this thing, uh, just for information purposes, really, there was 17 euros for a Zoom subscription at one local authority and 800 for the supply of a mayoral car and driver at Galway City Council. Not every council sent a delegation with nobody travelling from any of the four local authorities in Dublin now from Cork City Council, or from councils in Westmead, Waterford, Cavan, Monaghan and Galway County Council. Yet we sent, how many was at 19 we sent off around the place we said out at the beginning of this thing? 27 politicians at Limerick Centre and these other counties didn't send anybody at all. Cork County Council and Kerry County Council said they would need more time to give a response reporting on his visit to them. Carp County Council, Kerry County Council said they would need more time to provide details of their costs, while Carla Council did not provide a response. In an information note, Limerick City and County Council said all trips have been approved by the Council and were a success. They would, wouldn't they? A reporting on his visit, Limerick's Mayor Daniel Butler wrote, I am satisfied that the objective of promoting Limerick and highlighting the potential of close relations in cities such as London and Savannah were met. Well, what are these? What are these politicians doing at all? I mean, uh, do they have any real power? Look at the chaos that's in our our, our, our county towns at the moment with traffic. I, I passed through Abbey Field twice recently, and it, it, it took, I suppose, a quarter of an hour, twenty minutes to try and get through the town. Adair is 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 a disaster. 
Shannon Airport is half empty below, and all the uh, the airlines are allowed to fly into them. There was a time when, when the government controlled where the airlines could fly and land. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody in charge uh, anymore. It doesn't seem to make sense at all that Dublin, Shannon is on its knees and Dublin can't cope. And Cork is... is, is yeah, very plenty of space. But, but it's yeah. about management, you see. But we, we the country, uh, the people, don't want to be managed, you see. We want to have everything <coughs> and we want to have our own way. We have it in, let, it be, let it be the Justice Department or, or the social welfare or any of the areas we can't there's no one there's no politician there's no one in charge the civil service now I mean they run the country they, they tell the politicians what to do and they they do are bidding and they can they can have their own they can fix their own rates of pay they can fix their own job status and uh as you said, it's about no matter what business you run, it, you have to have a team you run, you have to have a manager that's competent. Not a manager, but a competent manager. And a, you, and we have, we're very badly served in that regard. But you see, we elect these people. There's no good coming and saying this should be done and that should be done because we elect them. And they're not able to do it because they haven't the courage. There's a fear factor out there, you see. There's a fear inside our council chamber. Why, if you ask a question, you go into my and you want, you want something done, you're out outside the door. These people have been, our councillors have been intimidated. Why? Because they're weak people. That's why they're, why they're being intimidated. They're not doing their job. But they can go, they can go to America right well, now. I suppose Tom, <coughs> Tom would say that if they want to get planning and get a favour here, there and everywhere, then they got to go along with it. Like. But a favour, Patty, is what you'll have to mention now. They're all favours, you see. There's favours for certain people, you see. And uh, we have, uh, I mean, I, I always thought that we the constitution and that we're a republic and that we'd be free to, that, that you have to go cap in hand to a politician. And I, I know what I'm talking about here. Because I'm dealing with him every day. I dealt with these people to my yard. I, I wouldn't send them people. Now, I might have them in charge of departments. I wouldn't send them for a, a pint of milk. And I mean that. It's unbelievable the incompetence of these people. They're only going through emotions. Would, would you believe it? One of them said to me one day, there are two women out in, in charge of the two main departments in Limerick. Three women actually in charge, three main departments in Limerick. And they were with me, they were, they were in my yard. And uh, we were discussing my problem, which is a very serious problem. And uh, so one of them was um, was leaving, and uh, I knew I knew she was leaving. I was told that I got information that she was leaving that department. She wasn't leaving her job, but uh, and her one of her senior officials who was there as well said to me, "She's um, she she wants to better herself and better her position." That's what I was saying. What she wants to do is she wants to do the job she's been paid for. Indeed. You see, you see, this is what's going on. All these, see, they're moving around. They're like, they're like, they're like what you call a draft and a draft board. They moved to Limerick. They moved to Galway. They moved to Offaly. One from moved up to Offaly. <coughs> and who interviewed him about with the man here, one of his bosses in Limerick. I mean, you wouldn't, this, you wouldn't, you couldn't make this up. And the sooner that the corruption, that, that, and, and they, they, be, they, be, they carry on within the public, within the local government set up, and these fellas that are drawing money and getting, as you said there, like doing what they like, drawing money, drawing and 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 having a, a party at the expense of the, of of the, the. You think that have some? I mean, people died for this country. People suffered, and uh, and and f- people went through hell and earth. And then to hand it over to them gurus, like at national and local level, with no integrity, only fill their pockets and the pockets of their pals, and to go in and they're, 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 
the road is it and the money that's been squandered in Limerick City I walked up Limerick City last Thursday morning a week walked up Patrick Street to the famous for the opera centre it was like a bomb site deserted there wasn't one peep, one person in play there did anyone ask anything I came up to O'Connor Street and that was like a bomb site that was like I was being bombed by the Russians by mistake <laughs> you know I mean God Almighty! Like, have they any integrity? Have they any any guts at all that someone would stand up and say and take these officials and take them to task for the way they're wrecking the city? Like, and the businesses in Limerick who are paying top rates and you go around the corner, there's fellas hiding with traffic wardens. They stick one on your anywhere. The Ireland Strategic uh, Investment Fund, which is you know the national uh, investment fund, has just announced that there's two hundred million available to Cork, Limerick, uh, Kilkenny and Waterford, I think, for aggrandizement projects, you know, planting a few trees, nice footpaths, this kind of a thing. I mean, 200 million would solve the problem of, of the bypass of it there. And to do something useful. 200 million. Where's all this money coming out of? Yeah, this is 200 million now that's going to be just spent on Mickey Mouse projects. Yeah, well, that's, that's no. be, you'll be talking about the Green Agenda Day, you see, to a point as well, <coughs> you, you see, Bertie, and you see, this is kind of give no, give no presence for it, you see, they feel, you see, Ireland, is, we're a funny people, you see, because we kind of look on that as, you know, we don't tackle the issues at all. We give a few a few little gimmicks here and there and we go and we have a we have a photo shoot and that and you see and all that kind of stuff. That's what we're made of. I mean, and particularly every Friday, you see that they're off to different parts of the country, the national politicians. You, you don't see much of the local politicians. You won't see them until the next election. But they'll be all elected again. They have no doubt about that. They'll all go in there and there's no one going to ask them questions because tomorrow morning they want to get, they, they'll go in, they want to get a site for their son or their daughter, or they want to get planning permission, they want to get something done for themselves. You see, it's all made fair. Today, like we said early on about the people looking after people. There's no one looking after people now. No one cares. I mean, no one cares only. Mayfair and once, I mean, if, if I want something, I get something for myself. That's how, that's how, and that's what our politics are based on. You know. Look at the difference two hundred million would make to, to to renovate those houses that you spoke about there, Tom, in in our towns and villages that are locked up. Unbelievably, and, and create you know residences and, for and, people. And we Look see, at the difference. But wouldn't make. you think that that and there'd be pride in the Limerick in the Limerick jobs they will call it. You know, these people that are getting huge monies, you know, I mean, they're ducking and diving and doing everything and, and, and conniving and all sorts of underhand dealings. And I mean that. Criminal behaviour. You know, I mean, it's unbelievable what they're doing and getting away with it. And you think that they would say, look, I'm, an, I'm a Limerick man anyway, and we'll promote Limerick and we'll see. We had two of the finest houses, housing estates built in Ireland. Two of them now are practically demolished in South Hill and, and in Myras. And today, they continued. Look at what the, look at what the demolishers are making out of this. Not the, not the builders, the demolition crews in, inside, in, inside in areas like, like that. And no management there. These pe- people let... Those states let deteriorate, criminal gangs and take them over, and they, and the horses running wild through at them, and people, anyone didn't want to do anything right, pushed out by drug dealers and drug pushers, and the city council standing by watching that because why they haven't the, con- the courage, their convictions, they won't go near them. They and don't even know where they are. You can't walk. You know, you're in danger of your life. You can't walk across the streets of some of our towns now with the, with the continuous 
roar of traffic and trucks and vans. Yeah. Uh, and nothing being done about it. Not, you know. But it's awful, done. What? Betty, Not a thing being done about it. It's a terrible carry on, you know, by these people there who are being highly paid with big pensions a couple of hours a week and not doing their job and getting away with it <laughs> and no questions being asked but the questions for them are coming down the road I'll tell you that I promise you that I'm here tonight Bertie these will answer the questions these officials that are so called officials that, that you wouldn't describe them as officials an official is a man that'll do his job so it's 22 so we'll go to Ned breaking back to you shortly County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 22nd of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back, listeners. You're tuned to Western Make 102 FM, broadcasting from Newcastle West, your local community radio station, and text messages, phone messages, etc. WhatsApp 069 66 or 087 And we have a number of messages there. We better catch up on them before time runs out in us. <coughs> Excuse me. While it is important for the Irish government to travel to spread the message of Ireland, the idea that the country that the county council members would travel is comical and that's from no name on that one and John Hennessy about uh, he says hello Pat can you speak on this topic the Taoiseach has said the state has a legal obligation to restore wages to higher earning civil servants around 4,000 top civil servants already earning over 150,000 a year are set to see their pay restored to pre-austerity levels 4,000 plus civil servants already earning over 150,000 a year will next week get a 10%, 15% pay rise. That's a minimum of an extra 15,000 pay rise per year. This has been approached, approved today, and this includes judges, medical chiefs, senior civil servants, staff, etc. While it's part of a long-term deal, it's a slap in the face to every person in Ireland, and there's no name on that one. And another one without a name. Uh, how does the panel view the UK reporting a 9% inflation rate, the worst in 40 years? <coughs> well, my own opinion on that one, the Irish inflation rate won't be much behind. Indeed, if it's not up beside it before, if a couple more ones pass by. And back to the first one there about sending them out foreign. We covered that, I'd say, all right, didn't we? Uh, the idea of the county council sending out members travel and the, the last one then that I read out was about this 4,000 top civil servants and on 150,000 a year and getting another 115, getting another 15,000 pay rise 
next week onwards, etc. I think you're familiar with that, Bertie. Yeah, we kind of covered that earlier on in the, <coughs> on, on the situation. Yeah. And, and I mean, the simple matter is that the legislation covering this was passed in, in 2017. And rather than amend it now and postpone it while the other pay negotiations going on, they just didn't have the courage to do so. So now, of course, it's very simple, straightforward, to, uh, and factual for the Taoiseach to say, oh, they're under a legal obligation. Would, they one, are. would one be inclined to ask, is it the civil servants or the politicians running the country? Should we know who's running the country? Senior civil servants are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, Minister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you look at some of the, 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 the ministers, in, in, in fairness, maybe thank God that some of the senior civil servants are at least making some shape of running the country. <coughs> I well, could. well, when you hear like of judges, you know, senior judges and the judiciary as a whole, I mean, being listed in that in that category of of you know huge salaries, I I would honestly say, and we've discussed it before in the program, Pat, there's no country in the world paying the of the salaries that we pay to our politicians, to our our, our civil service. I don't care where you go. Maybe Dubai or sometimes maybe they might be get you know, that lovely country there in Saudi Arabia. They might pay, be paying, but they own it themselves, their family owned them as the other one. But um, so the, the thing about it is that uh, when you hear that kind of money and then when you have the poor mountain for people that are, that are struggling, but we have always taken the issue here like that those people don't count anymore. You know, I mean, our... What, who run this country are the money people, the big companies, the industrialists, the multi-billionaires who pay no tax, a lot of them, and like who can buy and buy up the country and buy buy mansions and buy castles and buy and buy tracts of land and buy paintings. One has a note painting, I think it's about 250 million. He has it locked in, I think he has a look at it every day, blonde to prairie. And uh, this kind of thing going on, like, I mean, in this country is unbelievable. And then you see the people that are, that pay their way, the people that are struggling with mortgages and trying to rear families and pay the, uh, uh, they, they don't count anymore. You see, they're only cannon fodder. All they have to do is, is, it, you can even apply the justice system to them. They, if they go out in the road with their car, if they didn't see it in it, it's taken off them. A woman trying to take her children to school, maybe, and she stops, she knows it, the car is taken off her, and at the side of the road. All this kind of thing going on. You see, you, you haven't a two society island, you've about a five society island, and it's been driven by the people with the money. They count. It doesn't matter that they don't pay any tax. It doesn't matter where they're, where they're living. You know, the fools will pay the piper here always and they'll keep paying it. But the one thing about it, they'll keep voting from as well. Would it not be a very reasonable <coughs> argument for a Taoiseach uh, or, or the senior politicians to make, lads, you're on the highest possible salary scales. People are uh, under ferocious pressure at the moment with the way the economy is going, with the way prices are, are, are rising, the cost of fuel, everything. The, the, the vast bulk of people now are under severe financial pressure. Would, would it not be reasonable to uh, postpone oh, your increase oh, for five or six yeah, months yeah. while we try and negotiate a pay deal? Now, all that was required was a politician with the balls to get up and make that reasonable argument. And, and 
you know, and the people on the high salaries would have to accept yeah. it. But nobody had the balls to actually do it. But Bertie, Tom, referred, Bertie. Tom, Tom referred there a moment ago about the high wages that all these people are getting and the politicians. But Birmingham have a bigger population than Ireland and it is they haven't even a quarter of the political people running that council in Birmingham yeah. like and you can cross England for that matter that, that we're overstocked too, way too many politicians for the population we have Tom you have you see, that's the system Pat you see well, we, we count ourselves I suppose that the people that fought for our democracy and fought for our independence you know they were awful fools like and there's an awful thing to say like because people suffered and they went through hell and earth for to create a kind of a paradise for a few for the for the people that have no regard they use our services but they pay no tax and Bertie's point is, he raised a very good point, but the, how I would look at it is, Bertie, when you have all politicians, the highest paid in the world, how can they go cap in hand and say, look, lads, will you pull back here for a while here? And you see, you have a fear factor. Everyone is afraid of everyone in this country. Or the other roguery. You see, there's no one. Because when our politicians, our Taoiseach, and our president, look at what our president is getting. Last week he made a big speech, and they're all up in arms. Oh, you, he said, it's a, it's a disaster. And, and he's on about half a million like a year. One of the richest, one of the rich. I say maybe the in expenses. In expenses, who that he wouldn't disclose. And he, and I'm not attacking him at all. But I'm just saying the facts. And and our, our political system and our our public service system is rotten to the core with corruption as regards the value that we're getting for what they've been paid. I wouldn't mind. You see, it also it took place in the banks oh if they weren't getting 500,000 we can't get the best in the world <clears throat> the best in the world broke this country with, their, with our accountants our top lawyers in, with about 10 names after them our accountants they changed their, they changed their initials but they're all back again all the, all the same crew are back again advising the government that broke the country like we have our bank did any of them go to jail none of them did any of them did any directors of, of these banks not at all only laughing at people and now and who paid for it the exchequer paid for it the taxpayer and the taxpayer will, will keep paying for it in how, that's how is how it, we manage here how is it possible that our privately run hospitals are so efficient by comparison. You have an appointment with, with Barrington's or one of the uh, the one in, in, in Tralee, the Mont Secours Hospital, and you go in and your appointment is at the time, and you're seen and you're and and, and you're looked after. You try and make an appointment for, for you well you can't get through to them and you have to start because nobody answers a bloody phone in there. Uh, it's a disaster. It's it's Keystone Cops. Well, I, I had I had an occasion to go to uh, to go last week to the to the to the dentist, and uh, I was on the couch waiting for my waiting for my service, and uh, she a lady again. Uh, I, you know, I'm not against women or anything tonight, no. But I, I've had my I've had my own bad luck with <laughs> in senior positions. But when you're on a, a dentist couch, you're in a very vulnerable position. But the first thing she announced to me was that. We don't do any social welfare patients here. So the parents, so I, I, I must look like a, like a social welfare, whatever, however she could come, come to that conclusion, I don't know. But I mean, but, cash you know, only. But it, cash on, but cash it shows only. you, it, but it shows you one thing, sure, what, pe what people are taught of in the, in the, in, in the services of the... Tom, of were, the, were, you say, were you with that dentist before? I was. I was my dentist all the time. So she thought you went on social welfare since. <laughs> yes. But were you actually sitting on the dentist's chair? I was. When she said to you, we I don't was. take 
any social yeah, welfare. We don't do and how did you pass the security in the first place coming I mean, in? Well, I, I had, I, I, I got through the first lady <laughs> of the fence anyway. But the second lady was <laughs> going to make sure she was going she to collect going her going money. Make, well, yes, I'd say she was an old recruit, I think, today. She wasn't, to going practice, rest, you know. she wasn't going wasting her time to yeah, do it first and find yeah. out later. No, this yeah, maybe she was listening to the, the news about, you know, the how poor farmers are now at yeah, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe this social welfare thing has gone rampant. They won't take them, take them, take them at all. Now it's cash, cash, cash. Okay. What? Yeah. Well, sure, that was my experience last week. What about the misfortunes that are on social yeah. welfare? Yeah. Well, well, that's the point I'm making. They finish you know, up going well, into well, finish. Where they going? Yeah. Who's going, going to, to, who's going to look after them? Nobody cares anymore. Nobody, nobody has nobody course, has, yeah. has the actual good of good of heart, of good of the of the actual of the profession even, you know. I mean Tim Dale gone to all but money now. One has to no. wonder is all of this cash accounted for in terms of paying their tax? Well I doubt it very much. But right. however, so cash is a funny thing. The tax really. is only for certain fools. Our collector general and our our tax I mean people Click people, they, they have targets like us and people on PAY and like that. There's a, <coughs> there is, you could, if, if the proper tax had been clicked in this country, if they were doing their job, I mean, and taxing these multi, multi billionaires instead of giving them tax free status, I mean, like, we, this country would be, we'd have plenty of money. We wouldn't have to borrow money even. But no, you see, it's all about wealth and money and hiding money and ducking and diving. Now, another article here on the paper and Mark is bringing me in a, a, a bottle of poutine or something there, I think, because of this cough. I have this cough for about two years now, I think. Uh, maybe it goes away for about a week or so. Now, uh, suspended sentence for printing money. The man was at the lowest level of the operation, a guard said. Well, I suppose you need every cog in the wheel to get an operation working, even though the guard said he was at lowest level. Uh, more than nine years after a counterfeiting scheme to print 50 euro notes was uncovered in Yal, one of those involved has been given a two-year suspended jail sentence. The offence dates back to 2013 when specialist inks, papers, printers and copying equipment and blades for cutting up notes were discovered in the East Cork town. Guardian officers of the Revenue Commissioners went to South Main Street, Yal, where the accused Eugene Toomey was living at the time. Gardner Sean Kilgrew told Cork Central Circuit Court a large quantity of materials for printing and photocopying of 50 sterling notes were found. I don't think he would have had the practice or knowledge to access these materials without direction. Gerda Kilcrew said, adding that some of the materials for the counterfeiting operation had been sourced in Romania and more of them in China. After the search, but before being charged, the defendant went to the UK where he had worked successfully and was ultimately arrested and charged when he returned to Yale visit in 2017. Gardner Crew said, there was a further lengthy adjournment at that stage as the director of public hospitals examined the evidence gathered on three parties, but ultimately only recommended charging two of them. It goes on after that. I think it's, I'm not allowed to say it. Maybe I shouldn't be saying it. I think those things are funny. That these guys can do all those kind of things and they, they get a suspended sentence. So it was worth the, worth the shot, was it? Well, some of the suspended, as you mentioned, suspended sentences uh, uh, where a man uh, stamped on a fellow's head and kicked him in the head and he got a suspended sentence. Mm. Uh, and a lady stole 307,000 from a, a, a particular firm uh, and uh, she got six months suspended. I mean, where's, where's... Tom, we refer to a time and again, 
there's really no deterrent. The same for murder. You could be out after five or six, seven years. Well, well, you see, that is, I suppose, Patrick, we have, we have shot his, it is a joke, really, you know, and our penal, our, our penal and our judicial system here, is, well, I, I withdraw the word penal because it's not penal anymore. Uh, it's only penal for the people that are outside. The people instead are being looked after, like, I mean, getting special menus and all brought into them. From 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 Chinese restaurants and everything, so to the to the whole joke, like have to be a special and, and person the, over the transgender yeah, fellas. They will, and these people now are are and, and these people that sit in the benches now that are totally removed from reality. And they came to the decision that they were born had no rights. So I mean, like we are at yeah, the funny old place, like. And they arise, you know, in July, yeah, the yeah, start of July, yeah. and then they won't come back again to the courts until about. Uh, September, well, September maybe no, for lucky. I mean, they you need know. To, you know, I suppose they work Yeah, no, they'll go to their pads in Switzerland, I suppose, and maybe in Alton, you know, like that. They might put, uh, do I need, they'll probably have to pay for themselves, but they can well afford them. They will, if they were here, then we could really listen to Morton. Any other country, there'd be a revolution. Well, sure, look, the position about it is One we had a revolution and we saw the result of it. We have about a minute and a half left. Yes. GPS on tractors being stolen. Bertie tells me they're where to go. That's right. The the guards are warning that there there is a. Um, I think there are a crowd operating out of Cork. We won't mention uh, their ethnicity, uh, and um, there has been widespread thefts uh, in North Cork. Tell us what GPS is. GPS is, is, the, is the it's a navigation <coughs> system that's built into all of the modern tractors now and harvesters, and it's for measuring the area that they they're it's working cut. in. Uh, if they were cutting silage, if they measured the area. And and uh, these devices cost about three grand, and uh, they're being swiped, and damage being done to the to the actual uh, vehicles then in order to extract this, well, drag it out of it, you know. So, uh, I mean, a warning should go out to farmers and contractors in Limerick yeah. to make sure their tractors are... And we had the Catholic to convert as well, Dr. Longo. Well, that was the same thing. Yeah, it was the same thing twice, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. the same gang that... Yeah, the same game. Well, of course, they'd, they'd be, be, be so they have most of them stolen at this stage now, they're yeah. switching over to the GP. Yeah. S. GPS, that's right, yeah. The, yeah. There's nothing as safe or, se- or, or, or secure now at the moment, nothing. I believe the clock has beaten us. I think time is up. Mark tells us over there, and he's not Mark Landers. Who knows Mark Landers, that famous cock holder? He might join us some night, and maybe Mr. Flatley, the dancer, might join Mark here some night as well with a bit of luck. So our thanks to Mark anyhow, and that is Mark Flatley. And our thanks to Bertie Walls and Tom Ryan, the ever-reliable, as usual, as well. And our thanks to uh, all the people who took time and a bit of an effort to send in those messages. We appreciate those as well. So until next week, folks, take care. 102 FM. You've just been listening to the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limwick 102 FM on the 22nd of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11 p.m. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, TOD. Dot IE